wonderful. Your ministry uh, is a great help to us. Just a few uh, things to say before we turn to the word of God. Uh, we bring uh, greetings from uh, Martin Bolan. Uh, uh, some of you will know him. And uh, if you didn't know, uh, apparently he broke his, um, his back, some of the vertebrae, so they say. So he is in quite a deal of discomfort. Uh, but uh, by the grace of the Lord, he, he is managing. But he very much would appreciate our prayers. And uh, he says I should forward his greetings to all of us. And also, uh, uh, greetings from John Hall from Harrogate. Uh, he expressed uh, uh, very profusely his gratefulness for all our prayers. I assured him that he's always in our minds, our thoughts, and therefore he sends his regards as well to all of us here. Now, let us turn to the Word of God. The subject I'm just going to scratch the surface of uh, is the subject of the body. The body uh, that we are, um, my Intention is, not, is definitely not to exhaust the whole subject, but just to whet your appetite so that in your own uh, private readings you can uh, expound the profound things about the body of Christ, of Christ that we are, and uh, that you can also uh, enjoy them and edify yourself even further. So the verses that we're going to turn to in the Word of God is in First Corinthians and uh, chapter 12. Uh, when I was actually contemplating uh, discipline in my heart uh, during this past week, I really wanted to emphasize on the subject of unity, but I realized that the, 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 the issues that are tackled here are actually much bigger and much wider than just the unity, which absolutely is definitely fundamentally important uh, to the body uh, of Christ that we are. So let us look at what the Word of God says from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to read from verses 12 to the end of the chapter. And this is the Word of the Lord. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, Because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole, if the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as yet pleased him. And if 
they were all one member. Where were the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of thee. Nine, much more those members of the body, which seem to be more feeble, are necessary. And those members of the body, which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, but God has tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacketh, that there should be no schism in the body, but the members should have the same care one for another. And where one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and the members, and members in particular. And God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, government, diversities of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, to all speak with tongues, to all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gift, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. And as always, we bless the public reading of the Word of God. Let us pray. Our precious Lord, our hearts are open, our ears are open, our minds are focused upon you. And we ask for thy help this morning, that you would edify us in accordance with thy will and purposes. Amen. To the glory of your name. Amen. reminded that in Genesis chapter 11, even before that, when God created man, he had a purpose in his mind. Though the world might deny it, but it is of a truth that every creation, man, pet, bird, tree, stars, and the sky, they are all created to and for the honor of God Almighty. When God created man, he gave him a simple instruction, multiply and fill the earth. But when you get to Genesis chapter 11, we see man in his earthly wisdom, and he sought to make a name for himself. God's instruction to man was to the glory of him. That was his purpose. But man in his own earthly 
wisdom decided, I have a better plan. Go to, they said, let us make brick, let, let us make brick and burn thoroughly and build a city and a tower, the height of which will reach to the heavens, and make a name for us. But that was never God's intention. God's intention was for him to make a name for himself. And then what do we do? What do we see in Genesis chapter 11? We see confusion. God confused them by giving them different tongues, different languages. At the end of which, man falls away from each other. Man is disunited and they disperse forth to all the four corners of the world. And then God thought, I was, I'm going I'm to make another plan. He's going to start again for his purposes to make a name for himself. He's going to pick an idol worshiper, one man from Saudi Arabia, which today is Saudi Arabia, and he will pick that man to make a name for himself. That man is Abraham who would become Abraham. But we know what became of that story. In the end, the descendants of Abraham are going to be exiled for 70 years. Because God gave them one mission, but they failed in it. He said, I want you to be a nation of priests. There will be a nation of priesthood. That was God's purposes with the children of Israel. But the end result of that will be an exile for 70 years. God would seem to be quiet and silent for the subsequent 400 years until we get to the advent of the arrival of Christ. When we get to Acts chapter 2, what we see now, we find man coming from the, all the four corners of the world in different languages, coming together. And now God is going to pour unto man his spirit. And by the different languages, he is going to bind them together like never has been seen before. In times past, in Genesis chapter 11, different languages resulted in disunity and men dispersed in disunity. But in Acts chapter 2, we see man in different languages, different tongues, from different parts of the world, being united together now by the power of the Spirit of God. Because God was beginning another chapter to make a name for himself. This is the Tower of Babel reversed. This is now diversified languages, distinctions, but that are for the purposes of God 
for him to make a name for himself. It would have been just as easy for God to have cloned every believer to be one of each. God could have chosen at Pentecost at that point, at the pouring of that spirit, to make every single one of them the same. But God says it's okay. It's okay. Different languages and different tongues, different backgrounds and different distinctions. God says it is okay. When man tried it, the different languages and distinctions resulted in disunity, in disarray. It was not okay. Nothing good came out of it. But God in the New Testament, for his name as he now builds his name here on earth, he is going to take seven people with different languages and he says it is okay. This will be the body through which God is going to make a name for himself. This will be the body through which Christ will make a name for himself. It's not a problem. In verse 13, and says, For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body. What does that mean? It means it is only by and of that Spirit of God that we become one. Left to ourselves, to our own devices, considering the baggages that we have got from our historical experiences, our prejudices, and basically our wickedness. Left to ourselves, we wouldn't get along with each other for a minute. Just go and watch TV in America. That is what happens when God's spirit is not there, when man is left out to his own devices. All sorts of fighting and all kinds of things based on distinction. But God says, it is okay to be different. It is okay now because God is going to pour his spirit to his people that will unite them, bring them to become part of his plan, to become members, or in other words, part of this body, one body. One body with one head, with Christ as the head of that body. Oh yes, we will come with our problems. We will come with our dislikes. And if it was our problems, 
our dislikes, our pedigrees that determined how the body of Christ functioned, things would fall apart. It would be bubble again for the second time. But this time, it is going to be Christ making a name for himself in the way that he has chosen. And he has done this by giving us his spirit who is going to bind us together to become this body that will become a testimony unto him. Now, I should point out at this point that the baptism here that is spoken of is not the baptism of water I would submit. I'm happy for us to discuss afterwards. But this is not the baptism of water that is spoken of. This traces to what happened in Pentecost. This is the baptism of the Spirit which every true believer enters into the goodness of at the moment when you are saved. Now, there is a subject in Ephesians 5 to speak of about being filled of the Spirit. That's a different subject altogether. And God willing, with time, perhaps we'll talk about it in another occasion. But this baptism happens once in a believer's life. We enter into that goodness that the first church of Acts chapter 2 entered into. We still enter into that same goodness, those same benefits, when we believe in the 21st century. There is no subsequent process that is required after you are saved for you to enter into the baptism of the Spirit that we're talking about today. That is the one occasion which, which happens when you get saved. You enter into that goodness. I must point out as well at this point that this speaking of tongues is not the invariable sign of being baptized in the Spirit. Because we know when we reach to the end that some spoke in tongues, which means not all of them spoke in tongues. But we know from the verse that we've just read that all members of that one body, the Corinthians were all members of that one body that were baptized into that one body. So all of them were baptized into one body, but not all of them spoke in tongues. So, the speaking of tongues is not the invariable evidence of being baptized in the Spirit. This might come contrary to what maybe you would experience or you have seen in today's teachings in some of the churches. This is not me trying to go point out, go after any other church, but I'm just trying to share with you what I feel the Lord has impressed in my heart, which I think is the proper biblical teaching of these things. Now, what does it mean then, therefore, being 
members of this one body. If I say to you, my Jonas and dystonia, who would have known? When you come to Benjamin, you learn a lot of things. You will leave this place with expanded vocabulary. <laughs> now, I checked this. I'm probably Sid knows. Um, I checked this yesterday. These are diseases that are of the brain. When there is a disconnect between the head and the body part, when the body parts refuse to obey the things that come to the, the instructions that come from the head, what happens? Jerks. The body parts that start disobeying, they start jerking. That's what these diseases are. It's because there is a disconnect in the instructions that come from the head to the body. Because the body was not meant to operate on its own. The body was meant to operate under the instructions that come from the head. But in the occasions that they decide they don't want to hear anymore or to op op operate on the instructions of the head, you get these unseemly sins of body jacks, body organ jacks. It's not a beautiful sight to see. And yet, this is just as equally important and instructional to the way the body that Christ has put together for himself is meant to function. The idea is that you and I are going to be distinct and are going to be brought together into the body that Christ has brought together and both with, with his own price. And you and I together, collectively, we are going to operate under the instruction of the head that is in heaven. We do not start to begin to do our own thing. Why do we help the sisters cover their heads? This morning. It is not because we decide this will be a good thing to show how manly the brothers are and how on top of the sisters the brothers are. That is not the reason. The reason why we have sisters cover their heads is because they are members of one body. The body that we are part of. And they are playing their own role according to the instructions that come from the head. And the head, our Lord, our Christ in heaven, says this is what he desires of the body. That the glory of the sisters in his presence should be valued. And so it is. Why is it that it is only the brothers that partake in the morning meeting? It is not because the brothers have got better voices than sisters. 
Then tell me you should know that when we see. But it is because we are operating under the instruction of the head. And we do not want to do our own thing. And therefore, the objective of the body is that every member will receive instructions from the head. One and the same head. Verse 18. Now, but now had God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it had pleased him. I am glad that I am not responsible for your being a member of this body. I am so glad. Whether as a local assembly or the invisible body of Christ, the invisible church, it is him who has put you to this body. Every one of them. Every one of them. He has meticulously, one by one, brought every single one of us to this place. This is not to the elders, though we do benefit from a fellowship. This is not to please your spouse, though I am sure every spouse will be pleased when their spouse comes with them. But this is his doing that brings you here. He knows why you are here. He knows the purposes for which you are here. I don't know God's plan for you. But I know that you are here as part of this small assembly adventure because he has chosen you to be here. He knows why. And because you are here, you and I have a duty. The hand cannot say, I am tired of the mouth. All I've been doing all my life is just pick up food and just throw it away. Pick up the food and just throw it away. Pick up the food and throw it to the mouth. I am tired. Let the mouth sort itself out. How does that work? It doesn't work. We are here as those parts of the body that play roles that have been designed by God for you. Every one of them. If you still do not know what your role is here at Venture, let alone the invisible church, don't come to me. I don't know. I don't know the reason why God put you here. You have to go to God and ask Him.
There is no such a thing as a bent woman in the house of God. Every single one of us has a role to play. By extension, it means every time you do not play your role, the body suffers. Whatever that role might be. By the way, my role is not necessarily your role. And your role is not my role. But no one can do your role better than yourself. Only you can do your role. The only way this small assembly, this small body that is here at Bishop, can function purposeful and fulfill God's plan for us to make a name for him is when you take your rightful place and participate, not for the elders, but for the glory of him, because it is him that has required you to be part of this body. I'm going to skip a little bit. Verse 21. And the eye cannot say unto the head, I have no need of thee. No, again the head to the feet, I have no need of thee. How quickly can we be to write off each other? I'm guilty of that myself sometimes. But the Lord is making a name for himself. And he is saying to you and me, you need each other. You cannot function to attain and realize your full purposes without each other. There is no one who identifies this little place as their spiritual home is dispensable. No one. You are all valued. You are all special. You are all in the hand of the Lord in his purposes to make a name for himself. If nothing else, just for this little time of gainsay. Let us not be quickly to write off each other. You did not bring me here. God did. I have no right to write you off. We need each other because that is the Lord's purpose. That is his intention. That is how he is building his name. For our counterparts have no need, have no need, but God has tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacketh, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. They will know you because you love one another. It will be unseemly for us to
to walk around with intestines hanging out, wouldn't it? And God, and yet our bodies have this covering which serves no other purpose but just to keep the internal things internal. We don't go about some things hanging out and it would be gross, it would be grotesque. But the covering protects the insides so that the insides can do their part. If the intestines were exposed, they would dry. They don't operate under dry conditions. They will fail in their function. But the covering can work dry. This covering that covers our stomach can operate dry. So is the body. We participate in our roles, taking care one for another. Your role might be sometimes to cover my tracks, to cover my unseemly parts of me. Your role might be sometimes that I should cover your unseemly parts. And that is why you are here. That is why I am here. That we should care for one another. Mm -hmm. What does it mean practically in the wider sense of it? This is James chapter 2. We cannot tell each other, go and be warm, when we are not willing to provide the means by which we will be warm. We care for one another. Why do we care for one another? Verse 26. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. For one member be honored, all members rejoice with it. How true is it amongst us as the body that when one of us suffers, we all suffer. If this is not a reality amongst us, maybe it's time for a spiritual check. It cannot be that there will be rejoicing and resting and comfort when my brother and my sister in their house is suffering pain, tears, and wailing. It cannot be. The reason why you are here as part of this body is that when I suffer, when I'm in pain, I need you. Come and see me. 
pick up the phone. It was incredible how the, the way God has made these things are absolutely amazing. I picked the phone to call a brothers, John and, and, and Mark Donald. But do you know who benefited out of that? When I ended those calls, I am the one who actually benefited from it. When I heard from their voices how much they love me, how much they appreciate the fact that I picked up a phone. Honestly, it doesn't even cost me anything. I have got about 5,000 free minutes on my phone. I don't even use a fraction of them. Didn't cost me nothing. But I left those conversations satisfied, knowing that in Harrogate and South Shield, they are brothers that love me, that appreciate me. And that I know that they pray for me as well. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what we are supposed to do? Equally, when there is rejoicing, we also rejoice together. That is why we are part of this body. We don't envy one another. God forbid that there should be envy in the house of God, not in his body. We do not envy each other. We celebrate each other's successes. There are new ones that are coming. We all know that, don't we? It will be a race on the day that they arrive to go and see them. Why? Because when they rejoice, I want to be there to rejoice with them. I will go to Scotland because I want to rejoice with them. Why? Because they are part of this body. That is why God has given us each other. This is how God is making a name for himself. Now, I will not end I will end there. I will not go to verse 28 because that introduces some very important aspects which perhaps will be better served on a different day when there's more time. But what is the conclusion of this matter? God in his infinite wisdom in these last days has started to do the work for his name. In his divine wisdom, he has chosen different people, short, tall, from different backgrounds, and has brought them together. And that he will be the head of all of them. And that through him, we would function in harmony with each other and satisfy the designs and plans that he has in his heart for us. It is not about us. It is for his glory and his honor alone. Let us pray. Our precious Lord and our Savior, we thank you.
that the more we look, ourse look ourselves into the mirror of your word, the more, O oh Lord, we are confounded in thy wisdom and greatness and that you would even include us in these plans is more than tongue can tell. We pray, O oh Lord, that as your people here at Benjamin, few as we might be in number, that we would become a true testimony that is to make your name known and to be faithful to your teachings unto us so that, O oh Lord, we would bring honor and glory to thyself and we too, individually and corporately, would fulfill the purposes for which you have us as part of this world. These things, Lord, we realize that we cannot do in our own strength and therefore commit them unto you, that you would help us by your spirit that binds us together, that in so doing, we would bring great joy to thy We pray, Lord, for this coming week. We pray, Lord, for those that are part of this assembly but are not here this morning due to various reasons, O Lord, that you would preserve them in thy power until such a time when we can meet again. If not, O Lord, how joyous even more will it be at thy house. We ask all these things in thy most wonderful and precious name.